right, this is it. All right, let's shoot the shit. <laughs> um, so I guess we're starting off with the fact that I called Sal last night. Yeah. <laughs> and asked him to write down topics for this. And his immediate response was, you told me to write down All I heard was you say, hey, what are you doing after work tomorrow? Come over. Let's do this. I did not remember you saying to write down any points. But I can definitely say a couple off the top of my head. So today is Monday, July 19th, 2020. Um, my name is Leo. My name is Sal. Uh, I don't really know what to call this right now. Are you somewhere in the same boat or do you have sort of an idea? <clears throat> I mean... We've, no matter what we've done in our group of friends, at some point or another, we've always gone to a safe place. Some type of, some type of variation of big boys this or big boys that. So this could be, you know, big boys playhouse podcast. I don't know. It doesn't sound the best ring to it, but... <laughs> Trademark Sal Juarez underscore 95 Instagram. <laughs> Check his bio. <laughs> it could just be Big Boys Podcast. I do think it's too early to put a name on. It is. It I is do too think early. as of now, I think like we've talked before, we've had different iterations, if you will, of this idea. This we've had one where I will refuse to talk about it on here because I'm hoping we do actually post this and if somebody takes it, I think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I'm not protected. So I'm not going to give up my trademark <laughs> on this opening as of now. But we've had talks with you, me, and Omar. We've had you, me. I've had an idea of just me. I'm sure you, you and Omar thought about starting in Jimmy's closet. I also had one of myself as well. See? So... I do think that the start of this marks the start of something. Just not sure what yet. It's definitely going to be an adventure. We're going to see where the road takes us. Yes. And, you know, the whole, the whole point is to have fun and talk shit and reminisce <laughs> in our own point of view. Yes, exactly. And, and I feel like what Sal's getting into there is... I called him with the concept of making a sort of podcast diary, if you will, where we find ourselves in a unique situation where I would say we're in a group chat with 20 plus people of high school friends for the most part. Um, you obviously went to a different high school, but in there, majority of the people are my high school friends which you were in and out a part of. And I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> Don't wait, it's a story for another time. But Don't follow love. <laughs> R-I-P-M-A. 
Yeah, that's a story that we'll talk about a long, long time from now. But um, I would say we're in one of those unique situations where we're 24, 25 respectively, respectively, and we still have a long list of lifelong friends as of now. But um, again, with the idea of being able to sit down and talk about the stupid shit that happens in our group chats, in our days of playing sports, in our one, two, three people hangouts, like the amount of dumb stuff that happens that goes undocumented right now that we will forget about in a few months. I feel like too much stuff like that happens where not to say I want to live in the past, but I want to be able to pull up something and reminisce on, on minute things that go away super quick. You know, we're always trying to be those people that like remember the story fully and we never can. And hopefully this will help us mitigate like the, the errors that come from our stories <laughs> because everybody will remember them a little bit different. Well, that's the thing is with all of our friends, with all the characters, I mean, we haven't really discussed if we're going to be dropping names or not yet, but a lot of our friends do some pretty dumb to crazy stuff. And it's just interesting because it's, it's funny to talk about. And kind of like you were saying, you, you don't want to forget it. So if you can like document it and have some form of way of, you know, getting back to that and talking about that story, it's just hilarious. So that's one of those things. I want to be, I start listening to um, old Call Our Daddies. Uh-huh. I'll, talk about, we'll, we'll talk about why later, but like I want to, <laughs> I want to interrupt you guys flow with this. The old ones, like the like really old ones, yeah, like like, like 9,000, 3,000, 9,000, 9,000, old ones, yeah, old Alex and Sophia with mm-hmm. an F, yeah, and like, like, that's what I'm talking like, anyway, like, I'm just like, yeah, like, 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 Milk Hunter, like, they never say his name, it's like, mm-hmm. so you're gonna be our Milk Hunter, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so we're back with an anonymous friend that also doesn't like moms so you can't really be our milk hunter <laughs> i was gonna say you're like the one guy in our friend group that isn't about the mills so <laughs> we'll have to figure out a new title for you i'll just be the friend our official first guest <laughs> yeah wasn't supposed to happen but we're here episode one bringing people in so, um, I don't really remember the dates, but I think it was early July we went on a trip. No, late June. Late June. Late June, we went to Shaver. June 25th, to be exact. <laughs> yes. The date's scarred in your brain. <laughs> but um, we went with a handful of my guy friends and my fiance's girlfriends. She wanted me to bring her up in some way, so here it is, ladies of the world, I'm taken. She was really adamant about that this morning when I told her I was going to record this with you, so Really? <laughs> she was like, make sure you talk about me in some way. So I told her she couldn't be here because it was just going to be you and I, and now our friends here. <laughs> well, for people out there listening, I am not taken. This is the other voice. I am single as a 
sour cream and onion Pringle. So just wanted to note that. Continue on. All were noted. Are there sour cream and onion Pringles? Yes, like it's the, the best food? one. The mm. green one. I would level with pizza or like the hot or like the pizza. better ones. Yeah, bro. Bro, that's like picking boneless wings over traditional wings. All right. Okay, wait, yeah, yeah. I, I had a The bone-in is way better. I agree, I agree. But I also think in terms of chip, like sour cream and onions, just like generic, you always have it. I think if you take a poll, people would rather go normal laid chip with sour cream and onion like dip than sour cream and onion chip. Those people are crazy. <laughs> The friend in the corner. Uh, so you're wrong, dude. <laughs> you're wrong. I'm wrong. All right, I'll take that from our anonymous source. And and to further the point here, right? We went shopping for said trip in Shaver, June twenty fifth, two thousand twenty one, and we bought normal Lay's with sour cream, and we got the little fucking powder shit dip. No one made the dip, right? Yeah, they did both nights. I went back to the store and got it again. That's what I'm saying. I did not see the dip at all. Exactly. You know who did? One of Jessica's friends and her boyfriend woke up from drunken dead sleep after the lake to, hey, we made the dip. And they both came running downstairs and ate the fuck out of it. So, it was made twice. For the record, I did not get any of it. And I'm sad. Because you were tossing bags and holes. Well, I am a cornhole connoisseur. <laughs> I don't know if that was the right word there, but you know what? Get jiggy with it. So while we're there, you, speaking of cornhole, you messed up the dream team. The, the team, the cornhole teams of all cornhole teams was on fire, undefeated, smoking everyone. And you decided to come out of nowhere and it was just like, hey, Jimmy, you and me, and completely ripped him away from his partner. Statement on that. So, yes, I did pull LeBron. For those of you who don't know what I'm referring to, LeBron James, 2012, made a decision to go to the Miami Heat and created a super team. I'm referring to basketball, the NBA. And yes, I did pull that move to win. I would I would say you're more of late LeBron James in the Lakers when he's pulling people to his team. Because you didn't go to their city and become part of them. You started your own Ontario team and was like, hey, AD, come play with me. So you're saying I'm a mogul. That's what you're saying. <laughs> no, you're not the GM that facilitated the deal. You're you're the self-proclaimed best player in the world and needed more people to carry you to the championship. So I'm just going to hold on to best player in the world. That's all I heard. <laughs> Note that right now. Right. Um, so, yes, we had a lot of cornhole. We had... Let's do that fucking trip. We played volleyball at the lake. We played Rage Cage. We played Rage Cage a few times. We played lots and lots of flip cup. I don't think it was that much. 
Okay, maybe it's like I think two, you're maxing up your weekend. Okay, maybe. But we played like two games flipped up. We at least played two a night, minimum. We played corners. We played corners for a little bit. And might I add, if I'm trying to remember, it was Emilio. Yeah. Yeah. It was a friend. And he um, he screwed us. Screwed you. Yes, he screwed me because I, honest to God, we won that game. You yeah. know it, and your partner knows it. You, you know, lost that game. Well, the record book needs to be, you know, abolished because my partner let me down, and we had that game won. So, you okay? So I would call this karma. You went and destroyed the best team in cornhole that weekend to arguably end up on the worst team in corners due to your teammate. You went from being the Miami Heat LeBron James, as you title yourself, to the true 2020-2021 LeBron James, who got first rounded by an eight seed. You know, that, that does hurt. And maybe you're right. Maybe karma's a bitch. She came and got me. But you know what? That wasn't the most interesting that happened when we were playing corners. Do you care to talk about that at all? So, what I think he's referring to is I believe I went on a 13 hit streak while playing corners. Um, For those of you that don't know, um, corners is, the name of the game is hitting the can. Let's just leave it at that. Um, I will put a little asterisk next to it because although it was 13 hits straight, we were playing against Zach Zach. and, and one of Jessica's friends that was brand new to the game. Her first time seeing it was this weekend. She watched it and she hopped in like a fucking champ. Um, in the midst of this 13th streak, for those of you that don't know, you have to be drinking the beer every single time you hit. I intentionally threw my drink on the floor, which caused a penalty to where I had to go get another beer from scratch. Keep in mind, the one I threw on the floor was already empty. Game one. It's over. We can leave happy. I grab another beer and hit for my next seven hits to drink a full Coors Light before she finishes her truly and win the game. Is that what you're referring to? That is what I'm referring to. Honestly, at the time that it was going on, I was just, I was laughing inside, but at the same time, I was feeling sorry for the other team. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. But it was really funny, to be honest. Would you say, and I dare, that performance was a precursor to the following weekend without getting too into that? <sighs> I mean, I would say you probably carried your momentum from that game on to said next weekend. But at the same time, None of us could have predicted what would have happened or what would have happened to myself that w- next weekend either. So, that's true. That's true. We'll get there and we'll get there. Thing. Oh, no. All right. So, closing upon Shaver, what is your highs and your lows of that nice little two, three day weekend we have? 
You know, I would say highs would probably be uh, probably be cornhole. To be honest, I felt like I was pretty consistent. You know, after the whole super team and whatnot, I did play many more games of cornhole, and I was consistently winning a lot. It was nice. It's not something to do too much. I feel like cornhole was one of those. Um, <clears throat> like closet games, if you will, like we brought it just to bring it and over. Like, I didn't think many people would play, but I thought the guys would. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into everybody sitting outside and watching people play cornhole. Well, I think it was very popular because it's something that most of us, some people are exceptions, <laughs> don't play that game that often. Yeah, I, I don't own a cornhole set and I don't know that many people who do. So I don't play that game often. So when I do, I'm like, all right, this is, Nice change of pace, really fun. So it was just different, and I think a lot of people felt the same way there. In terms of lows, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not throwing shade at anyone. I'm not trying to, you know, start any wars here. But there were, you know, there was a individual, maybe more than one person at times, where they just seemed to complain a lot about different little things on the trip and it just seemed like there was little issues and it always just it came back to this one person and everyone was just like why is that person acting that way why are they uh getting so frazzled and stressed out and it just it didn't kill the mood it wasn't like that bad but it definitely was one of those things where it was just like you wanted to tell the person, hey, can you take a fucking chill pill? Can you relax for a second? Um, and it, it was just one of those things where it happened throughout the trip. It wasn't just one instance. So I'd say that was the low. But if I was drunk enough, then I, I didn't have to you know, pay attention to that. And I just minded my own business. What were your lows and highs of the trip? Um, I would say my high of the trip was just being with the guys. You know, I think it was a good group of dudes that really never has any um, any fights throughout the six of us that went. Were there six of us? I mean, obviously minor things that we do all the time, but, like, we all get stupid competitive over random stuff that really – in the grand scheme of life, it doesn't matter, but we also walk away from a lot of things after we're competitive and our buddies right after it. We did have two people try to wrestle in the kitchen for a second, but it was stopped in an instant. <coughs> Those <laughs> names shall not be named. Continue on. I don't remember, but I think I'm the stopper. <laughs> we're the stopper. <laughs> I don't really remember that. But um, highs was the company, the people. Um, I do enjoy being around people that I like, and uh, I think that's why I just picked that group. It's really like a problem-free group, at least for the dude side, except for Zach, you fucking pussy bitch. That's who Sal was talking about. You don't name drop, but I will. No, I'm joking. But, <laughs> um, nah, it was a good weekend all in all. I think like the absolute high was chilling like at the beach area of the lake. Um, I think that's something that we really don't take advantage of much, um, being from this cool little area of the valley. 
you know, we have two hours to just about anywhere and we don't take advantage of it as we should. Um, Lowe's, yeah, like you said, there's a little bit here and there, Zach. And there, I mean, really, it wasn't much besides that. The low, I almost fucking got stuck going in the driveway of the house because, as you guys know, it slopes a lot. And when I went over the first initial to go down in the driveway, my like I heard my whole underside like, like get stuck on it. And I thought I was going to hit the teeter-totter and would have been stuck right there. And I know, like, Jimmy's truck doesn't – he doesn't have, like, cables or a winch or anything. So, like, damn, I'm really going to be stuck. But almost fucked up my car. Um, I don't know. I'd like to think there weren't that many overall besides, like, the little things that you said. I'd say overall, yeah, everyone meshed well together. There wasn't too much, like, you know, bad vibes. It was just everyone chilling, having a good time. So overall, there wasn't that many, um, there wasn't really any, you know, bad situations or problems. I landed on the low. Um, Familio waking up at 4 a.m. and just like parading through the house was so loud from the basement bedroom that we were in. You could just hear him pacing back and forth. And I'm sure you guys heard the back door open and close a few times he would just walk around because Lord only knows what's wrong with his sleep schedule. <laughs> but anytime you ask him, he's like, I'm just awake. You know, he pulled like a, what is it? An Anna or Elsa from fucking that snow movie. They, <laughs> they would just like, he's like, I'm awake and would parade around the house. Like, but, but would never do anything. Like he wasn't productive with any of his movements. <laughs> he would just like walk, sit, walk, sit. I have a question real quick. How does one be productive with their movements at 4.30 in the morning? Usually you're awake to go pee. You're awake to, you're hungry. You grab a bite to eat. Hell, maybe he would be nice and clean some shit that he made the mess of the night before. Really, anything. Anything other than moving just to move. Like if he was walking out to go for a walk and he walked out and then he walked back in, cool. I'll take that. But it, it sounded like so. Every five minutes, he was crossing the house, and it, it just made no sense from where I, from my side of the club, as, as Drake was saying. But we're quoting Drake now. <laughs> every now and then. All right, that is Drake, right? Yes. Yeah, you can't even get in. But no, that's Chris Brown. That is Chris Brown. What? Yeah. But. Yeah, no, I mean, that's my little, obviously it didn't matter that much, it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was just always funny for him to, like, and then he would be tired towards the end of the night, he's like, he would, his excuse would always be, I'm gonna wake at four, but why? Like, go back to bed. Like, if that's your excuse every night when you're on a friend's trip, dude, put your face in the pillow and make yourself pass out. You'll start breathing once you roll over. Like, you just put yourself to sleep. See, our friends couldn't choke him out because they were asleep at the normal time they should have been asleep. This is true. But uh, I think I'm good on Shaver if you're good on Shaver. Yeah, I think we talked about it fairly enough. I don't think we did much through the remaining of that week when we got back. I don't know about you, but I know when we left Shaver when I got back, I was like, I am so happy to not be drinking anymore. 
and I almost was not looking forward to the 4th of July weekend because I didn't want to drink again. I have anything to say. These past couple weekends have made me not want to drink for a while. I, I say this. I Whoa. say this while I am currently drinking a Corona. No, we're, no, we're not sponsored by them. But, but, you know, I just those weekends were a lot, and my liver was just like, "Hey, man, take it easy." And yeah, yeah. So going into the Fourth of July weekend, more importantly, the Third of July. For the past few years, minus our COVID year, we have done a beer pong tournament. So if you take out COVID, this was our third annual beer pong tournament. Um, I invite the people. I make the bracket. Uh, this year, Joey helped me with the location. Shout out Joey, but also fuck Joey. Um, we got all set up. We had 26 people play this year. In a double elimination, one-on-one beer pong tournament with various different rules. A lot of them are traditional. We have one that's different, but we don't really need to get into it. It's kind of a bit to explain. But um, I think all in all, it was a really good day. I think we had a lot of good different company that we don't normally have. We were missing Emilio and Zach. We're normally there all the time. Shout out to the brothers. We missed you. Boys. Um, we're obviously missing Connor, but he's he's in LA doing his he's thing. He's a busy man. Yeah. Um, I think other than that, were we missing any of the core? I mean, Dylan showed up. He usually doesn't. Um, Zane didn't show up, but he had to work, I guess. I think for the most part, everyone who, you know, is usually around came through. We have one of our homies' little brothers coming through now, which is cool. He's finally old enough to chill with us. Um, we need to get him in the group chats now, since he's old enough to do shit. We just have to run it over with Papa Brother with now. Big Papa. Yeah. Uh, but we had we had like Brett come through, who normally doesn't come through. One of my old coworkers. Um, Maya came through. Maya came through again. Another cool coworker. Melanie came through. Melanie. She was only supposed to come for a few hours, had a bunch of fun, and flaked on her plans. Yes. She didn't go. She I think flaked on her family. family. Yeah, family decided to stay with us the rest of the night. Which So shout out to her. Yeah, it's absurd, but it's cool. I mean, And really, I think it sparked her hanging out with different people in the group more now. She's hanging out with, with Voldemort. Lord Voldemort. <laughs> but um, that's, that's another thing. And, I mean, my cousin came through. Shout out, Jared. His girl's cool, too. Um, I don't really, I mean, Miss Lucente came Jared or Gerard? Jared. Okay. I just wanted to say if it was Gerard, (laughs) because that sounds like a cool name. (laughs) Gerard. Like what? That's the Witcher? (laughs) Right? Oh, fuck. (laughs) I mean, hey. (laughs) Miss that one. But, um. I think all in all it was cool. Um, different cast than usual. The pool was weirdly warm. In my opinion, it kind of felt like bathwater. We're getting nods from the choir here. But it also could have been, you know, maybe a lot of people just peed in the pool. 
I was the first person to jump in the pool. So unless people were just taking like standing pisses from the outside, I think it was just one. But we'll let it we'll let it rock. <laughs> Again, it was better than not having a pool. This is true. It was better than not having a pool. Um, so with the pawn tournament last year, pre-COVID, so I guess two years ago, we played from 12 to 12. We had about 20 people in it. It ran for 12 hours of continuous beer pong games, right? Two tables going, double elimination, people breaking tables. It was wild. This year, probably just as wild, no tables broken, ran till about 10 p.m. So 12, we started at 1, 1 to 10. Honestly, it was good that it ended at 10. It gave us plenty of time to get home and to sleep. Yeah, people got to sober up or they got rides. Everybody was taken care of. Um, we got everybody home. One guy left in his underwear only. Um, shout out Kyle. And they grabbed my banner boys. Wyatt took care of him and got him home. But the man who got second. Yeah, he did get second. Unfortunately, I did. I did have to beat him in two games in a row to secure the championship for my loser's bracket run. Uh, you know, surprisingly, a lot of people, I'm going to say surprised again, but they were surprised that I wasn't as drunk as I was at the end of the night because the last two hours I had to play like six or seven games straight, right? I just made a run. But if I remember correctly, I went on a tear and started feeding people like 10 to 2. So in our rules, you don't have to finish your drinks like if you win. So I was drinking two cups of two, like of the total of two beers per game and reusing my games. So you were getting lucky because you were beating people so bad that they weren't making their shots on you, so you didn't have to drink. Exactly. Because I was telling my cousin that like I saw him that next Wednesday and I was like, oh yeah, dude, I drove home that He's like, what? He's like, I was so drunk when I left. And I was like, I was really drunk in the middle of the day. I think I was taking shots. I was hanging out with people. I was just chilling. I went on my first run. I lost. And then by the time my loser's bracket ran, ran, run came, I had like sat for two hours. You know, I was eating. I was taking sips of drinks here and there. I was cooking for people. And then went on my seven game tear where I beat. Carlos, and then Carlitos, Garrett, Barrett, I don't really know his name, Barnett, I think it's Barrett, was it Garrett? I think it was Garrett. I think it was Garrett, beat Garrett, who beat me in winners, pretty bad, and then smoked Joey, who has an asterisk, he shouldn't have been that far, because he got eliminated by, he got fucking headshotted. We're just going to say headshotted. We don't we need to really go into it, but Joey knows. He lost in a way by really this D1 athlete chick. And really, he lost twice. Let us not forget that she did it not once, but twice. He got hit in the head and had the audacity to call it a fault because her hand wasn't in the right place. If you got hit in that scenario, you take that and walk away, right? I mean, it's already hard to do. Like, yeah, to do it twice is insane. It is. So he was already out on that. He ended up losing his loser's bracket game pretty early. 
And then we had a few play-ins because some people left. So I, I thought that was a cool aspect of it. Um, Joey ended up playing me in like for fourth or something. So I beat him there. And then, or it was sixth, something like that. And then I went on to beat Kyle twice in the winner's game. Uh, we hop in the pool together. We just hang out. We bro out because Kyle, for the record, has never placed lower than second in a tournament that he's played in. Granted, he's never won, but he's always been second, which is an absurd stat. See, I think the issue here is I think Kyle is really, really good, but I think by the time he makes it to the championship round, he is a little frosty by that time. Dude, he has been blacked out in both championship games and both years that he has participated. Yes, I think that's his downfall. I think, you know, I don't know if the guy runs away and takes shots or he's just going to town, but that's the downfall right there is he needs to take a break once he's secured in that, you know, championship round and then just relax. Yeah, I don't know what it was because walking into the day, we had hung out with Kyle probably a month or two prior, and the same thing happened. He got really drunk really fast. Um, blacked out, Wyatt and his fiance, his wonderful fiance, had to get them home. And now Wyatt walked in and was like, pacing. Pacing's the name of the game. Kyle's like, yes, we're on top of it. We're drinking only beers, no shots. Like, we're not going to overdo it. We're going to drink some water. And then he's blacked out again. Nobody knew where it came from, even Wyatt. Wyatt had no idea that... This, this undoing of Kyle had happened. <laughs> Jesus Christ, sorry. And, you know, I, I think it's just the name of his game. I just think that's the way he rolls. He burns fast and bright, baby. Kyle beats to his own drum. True. Um, do you want to talk about your demise of the tournament? or? You know, I actually will because... In my demise, I'm going to talk about my high and what started the demise. So, since we're, uh, since uh, my good friend over here, you know, brought up his fiance, I don't know if we're going to name her or not. Not yet. All right. We'll keep her a secret. But, you know, what's not a secret is she's pretty good at Flip Cup. I take that back. She's damn good at Flip Cup. She is. And at some point at that night during the 4th of July beer pong tournament, you know, we decide let's all play flip cup together. So we got to that point, the teams were broken up and we're on opposite teams. I don't know whose idea. Actually, I think it was my idea, but we decided to do a one, we won. And I was a little nervous that man, She's really good. But at some point in that last game, everything just came together, and I felt like a flip cup master. I take that back, a flip cup Jedi. So I had the cojones, as my, my people say, to, uh, to challenge her to a 1v1. And not only did I win, but I destroyed her. And 
after doing that, after using all my power in that one instant, everything went dark. I was going to say, when you win Flip Cup, do you really win Flip Cup? You know, it's like you said earlier, we're all competitive. A win is a win. I know many great athletes have said that. I'm sure Michael Jordan said that at one point in his life. Uh, Rest in peace to the Mamba. Kobe Bryant said that in his life. So pretty much, yeah, win is a win, even if I did die from Flip Cup. So going on from that, I did win, and I did pay a cost. I blacked out. Did not realize I blacked out until the next day. Because to my knowledge, I remembered everything that happened that night, everything that transpired. I thought I remembered. Little did I know, there was about a solid two hours where I was in, uh, what is it, the sunken place? Yeah, I was in the sunken place. And yeah, I mean, I should probably pass this on to you, at least to let you say from your perspective, because for those two hours... I really don't remember. I remember, you know, just playing flip cup and then, you know, walking up my stairs to my apartment that night and <laughs> that's it. At least from my point of view, it was, that was nightcap. Well, you guys are playing flip cup. That's when I was on my six game run. Um, I believe we finished up our end of the tournament as you guys were finishing up flip cup. And really we just kicked it for a minute ate some more food. Um, everyone got ready, I believe. Voldemort took you home? Yes, Voldemort took me home. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, it was fine. I don't know why people thought you were going to drive. You weren't driving ever. You literally walked out and was like, hey, someone's taking me home. I did say that. I do. Rem- I actually kind of remember that part, getting in the car. And yeah, I was definitely not driving. Um, did I seem like I was blacked out? If you asked me four hours prior when the sun was out and we were mid-tournament, yes. I thought you were gone. But at at that point, no. I, I mean, everyone was chilling. Um, but, but like you said, you had an unfortunate exit to the winner's bracket earlier in the day. Got beat by somebody else in losers. You thought you were completely out of the tournament. Started drinking more drinks, had some fun, and then played corners with a few people. I do remember this. And then you had an opportunity to play back into the tournament against one of our other friends. Which, like I I might add, I did beat him. You did. did. So you were back into the tournament, had probably another game or two, after you had already started drinking again, so you were more drunk than most people. Lost, got out, an hour goes by. I think you just like roamed, ate, and talked. And then the Flip Cup championship started on that end of the, of the patio. Yes, yes, they did. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Joey has a really cool, he has like a GoPro video that was taken of that part of the night because out of nowhere he disappeared and came back and had a GoPro on his chest. Yes. And was like running around talking to people. You told him he was the best person in our group of basketball. You were, like, sucking him off in his living room. <laughs> um, Don't remember that part. 
yeah, you guys went on this whole thing where like, I need you there, I need you there, come out more, and then we didn't play. We played like probably once in the two weeks following the tournament. This is true. Maybe he's also been complaining of his uh, his banged up knee. Dude, he has like a whole head on his knee, and and just doesn't want to go to the doctor for whatever reason. Mind you, this a lot of our friends are banged up, and they just they need to take care of themselves. I'm They're worried really about them. They do. I mean, we're all young. For, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, and pain now just only gets worse over time. Hey, as working in a place where I go over people's medical records, it only gets worse. Hey, and I'm saying that to myself too. My dumbass needs to go to the doctor. I need to get all my blood work done. I need to get my physicals done. Yes, you do. But you too. We talked about this last <laughs> week. But um, besides the point, Let's uh, wrap up 4th of July. Let's hit you with your highs and lows. Um, well, I'd say the low was probably two moments. You know, I uh, during the middle, the middle of the day, I did get a, a little too drunk. Not blackout drunk, but I did get a little too drunk. And I was a little mean to one of my friends. And I deeply regretted it. You know, I love him. He's, he's like a brother to me. So I'd say that was a low there for me. And, you know, since then, we've we've made love together. I'm kidding. We're, we're, we're homies. Uh, I'd say the second no, low. We're we're what? <laughs> no, no, I do not. I'm straight, by the way. No. <laughs> um, but the second low was definitely a blacking out, which, again, I was happy to hear that I did not do anything crazy, but it is one of those things where when you don't remember something, especially like an hour to two hour, you know, period, you definitely feel a little, uh, not vulnerable, but you just feel like, okay, I don't like that feeling when you don't remember your own, you know, actions. Um, in terms of high, I mean, I, I mean, forever, you know, forever and ever, I'm always going to say that, you know, beating your fiance at Flip Cup one-on-one, -on -one, it's the high. I mean, how could I not? She didn't black out. I will give her that. But yeah, at the end of the day, I sacrificed myself and I got the dub. And I'll take that dub to the grave. What were your highs and lows? Lows? Um, I, don't, I don't really have one per se. I, I enjoyed the whole day. But I will give um, a shout out to Joey's blow. Uh, he, while I was cooking burgers, came out and was like, hey, throw this bacon on the grill. I was like, brother. It's your grill, homie. Throw whatever the hell you want. All right, keep in mind, he'd already lost a wiener. I saw it in the dirt. He does not admit that it was his, but who else is cooking wieners? So he comes out, throws this uh, weirdly cut bacon. Um, he blamed it on his mom, but I don't really buy that on the grill. I tried to separate it for him. He had it on some foil. It didn't really work, right? I cooked the burgers like I normally do. I would say I'm the burger flipper in our group um, for whatever reason you guys like him except for one person 
there was a critique about them being a little too pinkish. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was a shaver, though. But yes. hey, you live in the night. If you want char, tell me. I'll cook it char. But if you don't ask for a certain cook, I don't know how to do it. And even if you did, I don't know how to do it. So it's, it's really just a game of looks, bro. Anyway, I digress. Baking goes on. I take all the burgers off, mark them inside, mark up Joe. I'm like, listen, your bacon's on the grill. It's you. I relinquish my duties of grill master. I'm done. Your bacon's on. His mom heard me. By the way, his mom was partying with us. Shout out. She let us use the house. And she was like, yeah, Joey, bacon's yours. So I, I know people heard me. Took off. Whatever. Sun's out. We're playing games. We're going. And probably about six hours later, I have Joey run up to me crying, like laugh crying, right? And he's like, bro, bro, the boo. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I, what, what are you boo? Right? And he shows me his phone. The bacon is charred. It is on foil, but gone. The only thing left is is like bacon ash in the foil. I've never seen anything like it. That's not how you liked your bacon? <laughs> you know, hey, I like my bacon a lot of ways. Probably not like that. So now we're going to start with the more regular part of what this, for lack of better terms, show will be about. Um, more so like our everyday group interaction. And uh, you want to start us off with our group chat bullshittery? Well, I think the the one thing in the group chat that definitely threw us off was we had a we had a certain individual that was coming for another individual in our chat and we were wondering why he was coming in so hot. You really mean Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. 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 So Jimmy was coming in hot on our other friend, and he was just, we were a little confused as to why that was going on, and later to find out, <laughs> we realized that um, he actually left the chat. Jimmy left the chat um, after calling our boy out, and we found out that he, Jimmy, actually blacked out so he did not remember leaving the chat uh we found this out the next day i guess uh lino had uh, talked to him about it and jimmy had no recollection of what he had said and asked lino why am i not in the chat did i leave it so that was pretty funny to find out that our friend um he went on a family trip to cabo i believe and dude was just living it up and I guess he uh, had too much too much to drink, so he did not remember leaving the chat or uh, calling our homie out. So that was pretty funny. What do you think of that? It was a good one. It was more funny that or more funny. Yeah, right. It's not funnier. More funny. Either way, uh, <laughs> he nobody had added him back quickly because then I had sent a meme in the chat that's like the when you try to be dramatic and leave your group chat, except nobody adds you back and now you're just sitting outside. So that happened. 
Nobody had let him back in. I had sent him the meme, and that's how he found out that he's like, oh, wait, I'm not in it anymore? And he was like, what? Like, did I make an ass out of myself? He was fine. But then I wasn't going to let him back in or invite him back in until he asked. Like, I wanted him to like feel kind of dumb for it just because it was funny. Yeah. But uh, then our other buddy who... He was the reason why he left. Yeah. That's the more ironic part. Yeah. Jimmy was calling out one of our friends because they would send messages, but then quickly unsend them. So if you weren't fast enough, you couldn't see them. Yep. Um, just, I think, to be, like, ironically funny, because none of the messages are ever that bad. Yeah. Like, they're not horrible jokes, but it was just funny. And then he ended up adding him back probably five, six days later. And it was like a whole roundabout type of thing. It was pretty funny. Um, and then our other group chat um, fiasco this week was uh, our good buddy Dylan was starting his first full-time job. Kudos to him, at least like full-time in the sense of like corporate America, Monday through Friday, set hours, no weekends, nobody to switch schedules on him. Um, you know, he's been really excited for it. He's been looking forward to it for a long time now. And you know what else he was excited for? What? When he got the job at Amazon. <laughs> That's true, but for an Amazon treats him like sweatshops over there. But uh, he, for lack of like a better analogy, Sal does this thing where when we're going somewhere, quote unquote, fun i.e. amusement park, out of town for the weekend, um, to McDonald's, he <laughs> will just stay up all night because he's so excited he can't sleep. <laughs> and get excited for those double-doubles, man. <laughs> he, it's true. So Dylan had texted the group chat at about 9 o'clock, and he was like, no way, I just got a flat in Madeira. Um, it, I'm stuck. Like I'm supposed to be at my orientation right now, and I'm stuck. Was it Madeira? I thought it was Merced. One of those random M towns. You know, I don't know them at all. Okay. They're both the same way, and they both have nothing there. True. So wait, Merced College though. <laughs> I didn't. Go I know. I'm fucking around. <laughs> but um, we sends a group chat. He's like, dude, my tire's flat. The place says it's going to take an hour and a half to finish. Like the head HR person is supposed to meet him or something. So he's already in a bad spot. And then later in the day, someone checks in on him. And he's like, yeah, I just got home. I feel horrible, though. I haven't slept since like a day or two. And it's just like, like, why? Come to find out, not by him, but by his good old Instagram stories. He was watching Predator. I believe, or Alien versus Predator at like three in the morning last night, just because he loves the movie. Um, you know, just complete disregard for the upcoming big event of his life. And uh, really, blame it on no one but himself um, as to why he's tired. And I feel like it was just funny and ironic that his tire also decided to pop. You know, the other part is I'm kind of disappointed we didn't get to figure out exactly how the saga unfolded. Did he meet up with said employer? That's true. Did we never got to the bottom of it. Did he get his tire fixed? I mean, he got his tire fixed, obviously, because he made right. it home, but did he make it to the job? 
Does Dylan currently have a job? <laughs> Is he unemployed again? These will be things we'll find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z.